0: Those that learn Torah are second to none. They're so bright, they shine like the sun. The Torah has a sweet reward, and it connects a person to the Lord. Okay, so um, this week I am talking about Shar uh, HaTorah, um, continuing on in Shar Torah in the Chavetz Chaim's Sefer Shmirat HaLashon. So... Um, so in the second chapter in uh, Perak Bet, the Chavetz Chaim quotes a Gemara Sanhedrin ninety nine B that said anyone that is osik b'Torah lishma, meaning anyone that is involved in Torah, studying Torah, lishma for you know for the right reasons, learn learning for its own sake creates peace in this world and also creates peace in the heavenly sphere above. In Yeshaya, it says. That Israel should hold Israel should hold on to my strength and create peace. So the Chavetz Chaim explains that my strength is referring to um, Hashem's Torah. So those that hold on to the Torah create peace. In Yeshaya again, in Yeshaya it says, "I'll place my words uh, in your mouth to implant in Shemayim and the foundations on earth." So again, that this is kind of referring to the fact that um, that, that peace will be created, that, uh, that, that my words, of course, my words being the Torah, my words in your mouth will, will implant, um, will be implanted in, in Shemayim and have a foundation on earth. So we'll basically create worlds in this world and sort of in the next world in Shemayim. So in Tehillim, it says, Hashem does kindness because he pays men, um, seha according to that person's deeds. So what, the the Chavetz Chaim asks, what is kind, what is particularly nice about Hashem rewarding us for learning Torah? What's so great about that? So uh, Chavetz Chaim explains that if somebody were to create some kind of machine or some kind of device that miraculously built a city in one day, then the king, the government would love that person, would find that person, and would reward the inventor of this machine um, tremendously and pay him a lot of money. However, there's one caveat. When the king pays this inventor all the money, then the king will take those cities that the inventor created and claim them for himself and will, um, you know, name them after the king and will give the, the inventor no credit. True, the inventor will be wealthy, but the inventor won't have any will not be able to keep those cities for himself because the king will have taken those you know will have rewarded the the person the inventor but but will have ultimately taken the 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 cities for himself however hashem is not like that because the torah that creates worlds in this world and in the next world so to speak hashem lets us keep those so hashem lets us keep the reward for learning torah that normally a normal king once that we were rewarded in this you know once we once he gave us money or something for some kind of invention that we made they would take the patent so to speak but here it's not like that again that hashem allows us to um to to create these beautiful magnificent you know worlds in this world and the next world by learning torah and we get to keep that reward for ourselves so there's just a fascinating kindness that you don't see in other instances now the words of torah can create worlds as i said, as i said um so uh, so another interesting point that a person is punished for this in the exact same way that a person sinned so therefore because the number of sins that are possible are limited so too the amount of punishments and the measure of punishments that can be given to us are limited because as I said since a per- person is punished in the exact same way that he sinned since sinning is limited so too punishment is limited however reward is different reward is in the realm of Hashem. So, so since God himself is unlimited, God can give us unlimited reward for learning Torah, which again, juxtaposed to sinning and and punishment. Punishment is limited by the number of sins. There's a limited number of sins, so there's a limited number of punishments. However, reward, on the other hand, is unlimited. Um, so Talmud Torah is greater than all of the korbanos, all the offerings. Why? Um, in Shmuel, it says that the sins of the house of Eli won't be forgiven with korbanos. There's no amount of offerings and sacrifices that the house of Eli can give that will give them uh, kapara. However, there's one exception the Torah, learning Torah, um, the house of Eli will be forgiven. So that's a proof that learning Torah is even greater than all the korbanos. In the Zohar, it says, being Osik Torah, being involved in Torah, it's as if he offered all of the korbanos combined. And you're in addition to that, you're forgiven for sins, and you, uh are rewar- re- You are uh, rewarded with a seat, um, the seat of honor in Olam Haba in the future world. Now the ability, um, nowadays for korbanos to to, to offer korbanos is taken away. We don't have the vidum mikdash anymore, so we have no ability now to bring korbanos. However, the Chavitz Chaim says that learning Torah, Talmud Torah, is still with us, and in a way, it's even greater. Then, um, learning Torah is even greater than offering the korbanos, because the house of Eli were only forgiven not with korbanos, but were only forgiven by learning Torah. Now, talmud Torah is even greater than saving lives. It says in Megillah 16b, in Bava it says, "Whoever enslaves himself to Torah in this world will be free in Olam Haba." And it says, "Don't covet." Um, greatness more than your Torah would justify or desire wealth in this world because the Torah, the reward that we'll get for Torah, the, the wealth, so to speak, that we'll get for Torah is even greater. Um, in Sanhedrin 100a, it says whoever blackens his face by learning Torah, whoever basically in this world works to learn Torah so hard that maybe your life doesn't look perfect, maybe you're a little bit almost... Darker, you know, like just worn down from the amount of Torah you learn in this world, that person is going to shine brilliantly in Olam Haba. In Midrash Rabbah, it says, in Shir Shirim, um, that a, a it, it says, "Shecharot uh, beorif," um, which means black as a raven. However, in Nachum, it says the a, a person's appearance is like flames, and they run like lightning. So uh the Rabbah explains the name of Rabbi Huda, which one is it? Are you by is learning Torah, does it make you as black as a raven? Or do you look like flames and you're lighting and you're and you're and your vibrant and bright? So Rabbi Huda says it's not a contradiction. Why? Because sages that appear sort of dark in this world, sages that appear dirty in this world, will shine in the next world. In Shoftim, um Devorah says, Ohiv um ke- o o have o have that those that love him will be like the sun in all of its power that basically those that learn torah and and learn god's torah are like the sun in all of its power um so while the goyim in this world may say that you know the jewish people are learning torah it's not accomplishing anything the chavetz Chaim says come and see Uh, in the end of days, I guess, how great our world, our reward um, will be. And it says, even if you learn Torah, not for the right purposes, nonetheless, your Torah will precede you, will precede your soul and will defend you. And in the merit of the Torah, um, the Torah that you learned will announce, prepare a, a seat of honor for, for, for this person, for Plony, who is a loyal servant of the king. And uh, so a person that learned Torah will get this sort of kisei'ah uh, kavod, this this holy seat of honor, um, because this person was a servant of God by learning Torah. Now, the entire Torah comprises the name of Hashem, which I'm not exactly sure what that means. It means all the words of the Torah comprise the name of God. So a person, therefore, that is immersed in Torah learning, it's as if that person was immersed in God himself. And everything continues to exist because of the Torah. The heaven and the earth are sustained because of it. In the Zohar, it says that being Usik Torah, that toiling in Torah merits, um, merits a person, I guess a new and holier neshama, a new soul, comparable to that of angels. So even if you have, I guess, some, again, way beyond what I understand, but even if you have some kind of soul that is, I guess, second tier, by learning Torah, you can replace it with a, with a better one. Um, okay, so to recap what I talked about, this is Shar HaTorah Shemer in Shemer and talking about the second chapter of Bet. So Sanhedrin 99b speaks about anybody that is Osik Batorah Lishma, anyone that learns Torah for the right reasons, creates peace both in this world and in the heavenly spheres. In Yeshaya, says, Israel would hold on to my strength and create peace. And my strength, referring to God's Torah, um, will create peace. In another quote from Yeshia, it says, "I'll place my words in your mouth to implant in Shemayim and the foundation on earth." So this means that basically, the words of your mouth will both be in this world and, in addition to that, uh, in the next world. So there's sort of uh, peace and 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 you know the creation of worlds in this world and the next world. In Tehillim, it says, "Hashem is kindness, cause He repays men kama seha." Um, according to his deeds. So what exactly, why is this considered kind? So of course a person should be paid according to their deeds. What's so kind about that? So the Chavitz Chaim explains, if there's some kind of inventor that invents this miraculous machine that can build a city in one day, so what's going to happen? The government, the king, is going to come to this person and pay this person a tremendous amount of money. And then the cities that this machine can create, the king will take those cities for himself. The king will um you know name the cities after him, will, will claim them in his kingdom. in his kingdom, and the inventor, sure, he'll be wealthy, but he's not gonna be able to have the cities themselves. However, God is different. God allows us to sort of create worlds with the Torah, whatever that means, and God will not only God will actually let us keep those worlds. Um now a person is punished in the exact same way that a person sins. So what does that mean, though? That means that since there are a limited number of sins, then therefore there are a limited number of punishments. However, the reward for learning Torah is different. The reward for learning Torah is unlimited, because God is unlimited, so therefore the rewards are unlimited. Unlike, again, unlike sins that are limited, because sins are limited, so punishments are limited, therefore, on the other hand, rewards are unlimited. Talmud Torah is greater than all of the korbanos combined, all of the all of the um, offerings. Uh, the proof for that is in Shmuel that says the house of Eli will not be forgiven through korbanos, but by learning Torah he will be forgiven. So we see that learning Torah is even stronger than korbanos. In Zohar, it's in the Zohar it says that those are those that are osik oh, Torah, involved in Torah. It's as if that person is offered all the Korbanos together, and in addition to offering the Korbanos, learning Torah forgives that person for their sins and gives them a seat, um, a seat of honor, in olam So the ability for Korbanos nowadays is taken away. We don't have the of Migdash anymore. So what are we supposed to do? As I said, luckily, fortunately, the as the House of Eli found out, that learning Torah, you're forgiven. So even without the Korbanos, we still have the ability to learn Torah. Now, Talmud Torah is greater than saving souls. That says it says that in Megillah sixteen b, and in Bava it says whoever enslaves himself to Torah in this world will be free. Um, will be free in Olam Haba. So if you so if you really work hard in this world to learn, you'll be free in the next world. And it says don't uh, covet greatness more than your Torah would justify, um, or desire wealth. Excessively because the torah the reward for Torah is even greater um, and in uh, sanhedrin a hundred and a it says whoever blackens his face by learning torah whoever works really really hard to the point that maybe they're even like dark from learning torah um, in the next world, so to speak that person will shine brilliantly uh, in Olam Haba. now in Midrash rabbit it says in Shirashiram um Uh, that the person that learns Torah is as black as a raven. However, in Nahum it says um, that a person's appearance is like flames and they run like lightning. So which one is it? Is a person dark like a raven or is the person as bright as flames? So Rabbi Yehuda in in Medrash explains it's both. It's not a contradiction because in this world, sages might appear dark, might appear backwards, might appear something that's not desirable. However, in the next world, they're going to be shining like a flame. Now, in Shoftim, Devorah says, um, ke se sa shemesh that those that love him are like the sun in all of its power. Um, so, again, if you learn Torah, then you're like the sun in all of its power. You shine so brightly. Now, while the Goyim say that in this world we might be working for nothing, that uh, the Torah we learn is just kind of a, a useful, a, a useless effort, uh, the Chavitz Chaim says, come and see how great our reward will be. Um so the the Chaim explains, even if a person learns Torah, low not for the right purposes, um, but you but nonetheless that person's Torah will precede their soul and will defend that person. And um and in defense that person's Torah will sort of, so sort to of speak, announce. Um prepare a Kisea Kavod, a seat of honor for Plony, for this person. Who's a loyal servant of the king? Meaning that they studied Torah, they studied the king's Torah, so to speak, God's Torah, and that person will be rewarded with a seat of a seat of honor in uh, in in ulam Haba. Now it says the entire Torah comprises the name of God, and therefore a person that's immersed in Torah will also be immersed in God, so to speak. Now everything that continues to exist exists because of learning Torah, uh, the heaven and the earth, etc. And in the Zohar, it says a person that toils in Torah in Torah will merit, um, I guess, a new and holier neshama, whatever that means. So I guess if you come out, if you start out with not such a great uh, soul, somehow or other, by learning Torah, you could even merit to kind of do a flip, to switch uh, and, and get a better soul, and a soul comparable even to the angels. So with that, I'll read my poem. Um, Those that learn Torah are second to none. They're so bright, they shine like the sun. The Torah has a sweet reward, and it connects a person to the Lord. Uh, so with that, this has been Shar HaTorah Shmer Lashon, the second parak, And uh, with that, L'chaim